Here we are. Welcome back to the show. Off the cuff, baby. We don't need no music. We don't need. We don't need intros. We are the intro. We're why you're here in the first place. You're not here for some thirty-second intro teaser. You want to get right to the meat. <laughs> that just sounds weird. That doesn't sound so appealing, actually. When I said it out loud, it was a lot better in my head. It would have. It, it wasn't so bad. It was the way you said it that that, that set it was. Me off it a was a little bit, bit of tone and uh, yeah. tone and inflection there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. It's a totally different when you say like, "Hey, you want some meat?" versus "Do you want some meat?" <laughs> Those are t- and, same and words. Even further so. Speaking of Do meat, you want some meat? Speaking of meat, uh, oh god, look at that! Oh, the old underpaid some. producer decided to bail on us as usual do on the show. Jumping so jacks, bro. He's left me to be in charge of the technology. So here we are, and this is what you get. Which is but, why it's uh, working flawlessly, Michael. Yes, actually, quite honestly, this is going smoother than normal. So you're welcome. Indeed, everybody. it is. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. All hey, right. cousin Jenny. Uh, we're seeing. I'm seeing some YouTube comments. Supposedly, we're live on Facebook on Mike the Cop. We're live on my personal profile, Mike Edwards. So we're we're everywhere all at once. We are a recent episode got a strike on my YouTube channel, and they pulled the <laughs> video. If you guys remember our last episode, we talked about well a variety of things. So let me explain the show to you guys real quick. Essentially, this is me and Dave, and sometimes Elijah when he cares enough about us. He shows up and we all kind of like bring a topic or a or an article or something going on the life in our lives or in the world. And we Indeed. just yes. give our give our hot takes on it. We discuss it. Sometimes we're shallow, sometimes it's deeper. Whatever. We're <laughs> we're just uh hope hoping that if we find something interesting, maybe you will too. So we talked about uh on the last episode, which was two weeks ago, these mosquitoes these genetically engineered mosquitoes and all we did was literally just read an article and discuss what it said we it's not like we took a position we didn't say you know xyz is is happening or not happening or (laughs) anything we all we did was just say what the article said and then we just responded to it and the That's video it. got flagged for medical misinformation. And then I appealed it and it was rejected. Here's how I know that these appeals are a joke. Because it, like, it came back in like four minutes, rejected. My appeal was rejected. So somebody really <laughs> took a deep so, dive in, on my reasoning yeah. that I typed out, right? Oh and so this this is what we're dealing that, with. That right? reminds me of, uh, there's an episode of Simpsons where Chief Wiggum is taking a complaint. I don't remember who from. Probably, <laughs> probably Homer. And he's like, "Ah, no problem, sir. I'm in uh, typing this on my invisible typewriter." <laughs> he's just like going through the motions. Dude, Did awesome. you ever take a report like that as a cop? Uh, take a report. I definitely, <laughs> oh, God, I definitely yeah. took a couple of reports from people to make them feel good, to make Absolutely. them feel good. And then my my report was some quick notes in the RMS system. In the, like, yes, uh, for sure. Uh, Told 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 RP was taking some notes. <laughs> even clear. Even gave him a case number. You know what I mean? Like that's it's awesome. Yeah, so uh, this is eighteen dash forty seven thirty two, and uh, just always ask for me if you call. No oh. one else. 
Please, customer service. I will services be the only person who can uh, help you. <laughs> that way, I can just keep the keep the lie perpetuated for a while. Oh, you know? that's so good. Oh my gosh, what what underpaid producers is commenting right now? Get out of Look here! Look at this! I swear to God, love you guys. Sorry, I'm not you gotta there. You got to understand, Elijah. Love is an action. It's not a feeling, right? Uh, it's the proof of love is in what you do, not what you say. <laughs> Not what you feel. And if you're not here, you can't say that you love no. us. No, no, no. There's got to be some, there's got to be, a, live your purposeful life, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back to work, turd. All right. Tonight, on tonight's show, uh, at, we'll, we'll do a little bit of, uh, I don't know, life, life catch up, or we're going to talk about being bald and shaving our heads in a second. Yeah. But, uh, to to talk about the the actual topic, I titled this episode "Dead People on Planes" because Ooh. Dave's Dave's gonna let us. <laughs> someone close to Dave has recently been clo- close to a dead body on an airplane, <laughs> on a very long flight. So we're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna we we looked. I I did anyway. Sherry Sherry and I we looked into what happens on planes when people die. So we're gonna Ooh, talk. Now about I want to know. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna talk about that that a little bit about what our research showed. And then your uh, research, <laughs> yes. your research, yes, doctoral level thesis actually, <laughs> and uh, AKA Wikipedia. And <laughs> then we're going to talk about this young kid in Colorado Springs who stood up for free speech, him and his family, more than most of us are are usually doing. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll we'll be hanging out here for the next hour or so so we're glad to have you uh again it's off the cuff show if you're not used to seeing this i don't usually go live on facebook but we just like to let people know that it exists you can subscribe on youtube or if you're a podcast listener you can uh hit us up on spotify or apple Podcasts or whatever so all right hold on let me let let me hit this up first uh so jv says hey dave are you playing uh bg3 i assume that means baldur's gate uh three no, I am not. I actually am not a. That sounds like I'm, a conspiracy theory of bald men, Baldur Gate. <laughs> it, it, it'll be our segue, our segue <laughs> game. Uh, no, I don't play Baldur's Gate. I don't actually. I'm not a gamer. Um, I I do RPGs, role playing like Dungeons and Dragons and things of that nature, uh, Call of Cthulhu, things like that. So um, Spelljammer, Cyberpunk, things like that. So no, I don't. I don't. I, although a, a lot of my friends that I do RPG games with. Those are the guys I meet with once a week. They actually, uh, they've been getting into Baldur's Gate, and apparently they like it a lot. So I can't do it. I, I don't know how you are, Mike. I, I don't play video games anymore. I used to play video games, but I'm at the age uh, and uh, where it actually makes me physically sick sometimes to play these games. Ooh, guys. See, you are a gamer. You you play. No, I'm not a gamer. I, I, I'm going to say you are. I got this for Christmas. Yeah, you know what? I am. I'm a gamer. Yeah. I haven't okay, played this in about two months, but I game, brother. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sitting on my desk here. And I got my ancient PS4 that sometimes fires up, sometimes doesn't. And uh, yeah, every once in a while, I like I, I like games that uh, at this point like have a good story. That's why I like, like yeah. the God of War. Because it's tons of... I think with this, this game, there's like 18 hours of cutscenes. So Holy shit, it's kind of like... <clears throat> Yeah, it's just really, it's kind of relaxing. The, I set the difficulty to, like, normal, right? Like, I don't, like, go crazy. And it's fun to do the little fight things or move around. 
yeah, I, I, I'll play this every once in a while. It's just a, it's a, it's good. But when I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know, worn out on everything else, I'm like, you know what? This sounds fun. I just like play this for an hour, hour and a half, or something like that, and to kind of like, it's good. Well, I got to ask you then. Um, this again, this is this is the show, right? We just start expanding on weird shit. Um, <laughs> we will but, get to the topics. Don't worry. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, but. Are you like so you're you're not a huge gamer, but that kind of brings us to this weird um crossroads here. Because there are people out there that'd be like, Oh, you do this, like you oh you 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 play video games? Oh, what a nerd. Or or hey, Dave plays Dungeons and Dragons still. No, I, I definitely get that. I'm still a nerd. <laughs> but <clears throat> But it's funny because everybody has, I'm not even going to call it a vice, but everything, everybody has kind of their relaxation state or the, their escape, meaning that they're looking for some creativity that they're not getting in, in, in reality, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of, it's a relaxing thing. And so that kind of like, what do you think about that? I, like, I, I, it makes me laugh because I remember back when I was a kid, um, playing Dungeons and Dragons was actually a pretty popular thing. That was, but I was, I, dude. I started yeah. playing Dungeons and Dragons when I was like eight years old. I yeah, mean, back an, in, like, I mean, eighties kids. I mean, that's like, yeah. that's, that's a that's when Dungeons and Dragons really got you know super popular and and all that stuff. I never for the, for the main. I've, yeah, I've never I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I grew up in a context where like I would immediately be sent to yeah. hell if yeah, I for sure grabbed the 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 twenty sided die or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like. The you know six sided die with no playing cards that's that's heavenly. You add playing cards or a more than six sided die, you are damned. You're done. You're damned. That's it. Yeah. There's no, no I, coming back. I, that was a huge thing, and so like, but he, into the nineties, two thousands, tens, like all of that went away. Like if you were like caught playing Dungeons and Dragons, you were a freaking nerd. Like there was this time in the nineties and into the early two thousands where. Being a nerd was not cool. It is such it's such a cool thing now to be kind of nerdy, um, <clears throat> but it's like it's just it goes in these weird stages, right? I mean, it's just yeah. so bizarre. I'm to not me. Pr- I'm not super proud of it because I think like there's a line where this is not just true of video games, but it's true of any kind of pastime that doesn't necessarily produce anything of of value right like right yeah it, that you can go too far with with all sorts of things where it's actually a detriment you might enjoy it but it's it's actually taking away from from things that would be more useful in life or productive but uh i back in the day man when i got uh on a midnight shift with a with a crew of guys and we all played call of duty and I basically just kept my midnight schedule on my off days to where I might go to bed at like three thirty four or something in the morning or right. you know whatever. But like I'd go to bed earlier than working all the way till seven. But still, I stayed up really really late so that I kind of like stayed in that rhythm. And we played Call of Duty, and yeah, I sure. I got to a point to where I was taking sick days to stay home when the kids were in school <laughs> and play in solitude for like an eight hour stretch. Yeah, and that's all right. I just had fun. I got to the top five hundred of hardcore free for all on Black Black Ops Two. I think it was like I I was playing some Call of Duty. That's now, if you put me on there plan. right now, I would get obliterated. Torn up. Oh, it would be it would be a bloodbath. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like things that were really nerdy back in the day just aren't like that now. Hey, Jenny, I agree with you. I 
I can't do much of any of these games anymore because they do make me sick as well. But I, you know, it's we all have kind of these. You're right. When when you mention like, there's certain things that you do that hold no value whatsoever. So tell me if, if there is one, and I'm I'm assuming that everybody and so hopefully people start responding because I'm just going to lay it out there. I'm going to reveal something about myself. Ooh. Um, that I didn't say I was going to reveal myself. <laughs> I said I'm going to reveal something about myself um, that is one of those things where you don't really tell a lot of people, but it is a guilty pleasure. Okay. And that is, if I If it's watch... watching Britney Spears on Snapchat, I'm going to be very upset. No. no. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> no, I, Joyce and I, watch... A reality show called Below Deck. We like we are not and not addicted what, to it, but we really it? enjoy it. So this this is a reality show, and there's several different kinds of seasons. Uh, you know, Below Deck Med, Below Deck uh, Down Under, Below Deck Regular, and all it is is it follows a a super yacht crew during a a, a season, and it's it's just ridiculous lowbrow reality TV and I terrible. can't help myself but really enjoy the fucking show man mm, so yeah. I so tell me no you, you can't say that because there's got to be some kind of guilty pleasure some there's show not. there's really not. A show no something well something that you do that is a guilty pleasure now I mean you admitted that you just you purposely stayed home from work to do an eight-hour stint and <laughs> So yeah, I said, I'm not necessarily proud of that, but there was a season of my life where that was kind of like, that was my thing. <laughs> well, my, my thing is this, there are times when I get home from work and I don't want to have to think, I don't want to have to watch TV that makes me think I am not coming out of the closet. I'm going to stay right there <laughs> for now. <laughs> but I, I just like, I, I'm like one of those guys. I, if I watch TV, I just, sometimes I want to, we'll call it veg out. I know it's such an like, old thing to say, but. I just don't want to have to think about it. I mean, I love good TV. I'm, I'm addicted to very good TV, and there's been a lot of it, especially Apple productions are, are doing some incredible stuff out there. But I just, I really enjoy it. When I come home from work and I don't want to think about anything, I don't want to think about the shit that happened to me or the, the stress that I'm, you know, you know the stresses of, of work or the fact that I'm tied to a phone 24 7. I watch Below Deck, man, and I enjoy it. You're you're right. It's bad, but good. I I can't help myself. Yeah, I don't. The only reality TV I I watch two, well, I guess three reality TV shows. And when I say I watch them, these are the ones that when I guess when I would watch reality TV, Mm -hmm. these are the ones that I would choose. Uh, Deadliest Catch would be reality TV without the crabs. What? <laughs> That's from Step Brothers. Like, deadliest catch without the oh. crabs. <laughs> We're out of gas, so call the Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, and then The Ultimate Fighter, which I just watched this most recent season, but I haven't watched a season of Ultimate Fighter in probably ten seasons. So I, okay, I yeah. like I, I don't all I don't like always watch it. I just but, oh so you'll catch an episode every once in a while. Well, what happened this time is like it was on Tuesday nights, and I think like one random Tuesday it was ten o'clock at night, and I'm like I, I just turned the TV on, and I was like, 
oh, Ultimate Ultimate Fighter. And my TV, like, I guess knows me or something. And it suggested, like, fight it, whatever. So I'm like, oh. So I watched it. I was like, oh, this one's pretty good. It was, like, actually a really good season. Because sometimes they're just, like, way over the top, stupid, dramatic for a bunch of fighters. Like, I'm like, this is stupid. But this mm-hmm. was actually a pretty, pretty good season. Really <laughs> actually focused on the fighting. Like, I was like, oh, I, I enjoyed this. That so would I watched be unusual. That. That's why I'd, I haven't watched it in so long. And years then, and years and years. Uh, the one that I watched with Sherry is called Alone. So that that's pretty cool. It gets a little redundant to me. So I'm not like upset if I miss an episode or something. Well, so but so does Deadliest Catch, right? I mean, essentially. Yeah, like, it, it, it does. That's yeah. why I kind of stopped. I mean, I watched, I was a big fan of that show. And I, it kind of like, after a while, I was like, oh, the same people doing the same things again. Again, I I guess I can watch one more season of this, and then also I can't do it anymore, man. Yeah, Hidden Force says my TV knows me. That doesn't scare you. Uh, I mean, not <laughs> at really. At this point, no. I guarantee that both of us are going to start getting ads. Maybe everybody here is going to start getting ads for a fucking skull shaver here soon too. Watch. Yeah. Before. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're 16 minutes in. We haven't talked about either topic. But I okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. We were, yeah. No, we were talking about skull shavers because both of us are <laughs> clearly. Uh, sleek like dolphin guys here and uh, you know minus the uh, excellent facial hair you have more i have less equally beautiful yes yes and i use a a normal razor like literally just i I think it's dollar shave club i mean yeah bicket right uh a couple times a week and try to keep it knocked down you are using this pitbull Silver, I think is what you have, right? Uh, a yeah. Pitbull shaver. And I, I've been afraid to try... I've been afraid to get the Pitbull and try it because whenever I've used the mechanical razors on my face, I don't know what there's a name for it. Like, it, like, grabs, what, it. it grabs it. It's horrible. Yeah, it used to be like the Norelco, you know, was a popular brand or whatever. But anytime I would try to shave my face with those instead of like going through the rigmarole of the shaving cream and all that, it just tore my face to shreds. So I've been <laughs> hesitant to get the pit bull shaver for the scalp because I don't want to like snap through the top of my skull into my brain or something, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, so yeah, anyway, this the skull shaver, it rocks, man. I, I love it. I've already conv- I might as well start buying a stock in the company because I've already convinced two other baldies to uh to buy it and they actually love it a lot as well i love that because i could use it every single day it's way closer than i ever was able to get with my other shaver my manscaper whatever you want to call that thing and uh it just it works great it takes like 45 seconds i got a manscaper uh whatever it is some trimmer the lawnmower i don't know what it's called and it's got a flashlight on it it's nice nice i i mean i have i do have i can knock it all down in the dark (laughs) yes you can michael yes you can (laughs) So, oh, are we going to talk about? So let's talk about this then. the 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 airplane knocking, flight, knocking my hair down in the dark. We can talk about that all night long, my friend. <laughs> no, dude, I'm think, so excited to tell this to story. Yes. So let me set this up. Sure. Uh, let, let's go back here. Let me. Oh, I gotta. I gotta type our <laughs> our group chat is called what a. Bu- a black belt, a brown belt. What? How do no, I look at the rest? Yeah. What what's it called? it called? We have a it's, group chat. Yeah, we do have. But I can't a, see it on a my black computer. belt, a brown belt, 
and one salty guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the salty guy? You? Or, I think it was or me. Angelo? No, it was probably, me. Uh, that's funny. All right. <laughs> so we have to go. I have to go back here and see what the original text was. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Oh, no, that's about pronouns in school. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this actually, this thread, so what the story that I'm about to tell, um, this thread w- went on and on, but it's it, it started and then I stopped it because I was, it was new. Like this was happening right now. Like I had, I, I didn't have information. Right. And these guys are busting at the seams like, Dude, what's going on? And it's, I got. You know how, like, I, I have feels the like of the th- a thread here. Okay, it feels like forty-five minutes, but it's like been like, you know, five minutes. You know, so yeah, it, right. this was getting good. So, uh, can I use names, or do you want me to not say like? Does it matter? No, no, you go. Okay. Go ahead. So you 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 texted us. This is Saturday at nine o'clock at night. You said <laughs> Joyce and Allie are on a flight to Korea right now. So. And then, of course, I sent a gif of a Korean guy clapping or an Asian guy. They're all the same. Right. So um, <laughs> your wife and daughter are accompanying uh, your mother-in-law, right, to yeah. a trip like this once-in-a-lifetime big trip back home to Korea. Yep. Yes. To, exactly. To For her this- 80th birthday, um, they it's Joyce, Allison, uh, her mother, Joyce's sister, Kathy – uh, Kathy's daughter, uh, who's younger, who's sixteen, and uh, and her husband. So everybody but me and Ben <laughs> were invited on this trip. I'm not salty. So anyway, well, the, the group chat says you're one salty guy. <laughs> it so does. I, I wonder why. So here's here's the the bomb you drop on us. So during the flight, still in progress, a lady was having what. Uh, they believe was an allergic reaction. Joyce had an EpiPen and used it. The lady died anyway. So they're looking for people to help them move the lady. (laughs) So, so you said they were going to redirect to Anchorage, but they went back on course because the quote emergency was over. So don't, don't read. Let's let me, let me do the story. That's that's the setup, right? That's all we knew. And we're like, Tell us more, and you're like, I That's don't right. know anymore. I'm not in contact. We've gone and zero dark thirty here. I did. I did. I literally went zero dark thirty. I had no information coming in. So uh, they were. It was so. It's, it's Joyce and Allie on this flight. They're leaving from uh, DTW, some from Detroit, and they're going. It's nonstop to Korea. I think it's like 17 hours or something <sighs> like that. So they're flying out there. It's weird because every time I talk to her, we just can't quite grasp the the time difference. So the time difference is like eleven hours, and so yeah. right and now it's constantly changing as they're flying. Right, it gets it gets <laughs> right. bigger but and bigger going, of a gap. So they're going west, but the time right now in Korea is eight twenty three a.m. It's seven twenty three yeah. p.m. It's here, but it's eight twenty three a.m. So you're going west, but your time is increasing, and it's just the weirdest thing. So they're going west, which I was surprised to hear because I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know why I feel like we have to to fly in the direction of time. I don't know why all of a sudden we can't just think outside the box in that. Um, <clears throat> so it's just more proof that the Earth is flat. Exactly. So this is about nine o'clock. So their flight left at like. 
five something. And, uh, and she's like, oh my gosh, like this, I just had to use an EpiPen or whatever. So this is what happened. So they're sitting on the flight and uh, all is going well enough. You know, I mean, it's a long ass flight. They're trying to get comfortable, trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, an uh, audible announcement over the speaker. Hey, uh, if, if there's a physician on board, uh, they could make their way to the back of the plane. All right, whatever. You know, it's like, okay, somebody's not feeling well. That's fine. Um, and then, like, uh, several minutes after that, like, and keep in mind, this is this thing just keeps ramping up. So they're like, is there a, uh, is there perhaps a nurse on, on board? Uh, just to the back of the plane. And about, like, 10 minutes later, they're like, um, there happened to be maybe a paramedic or an EMT on board. And I'm thinking... This is a plane fuck, fucking full of Koreans, man. There's got to be fucking doctors on this thing. I mean, come on. Am I, am I wrong? I would think any international flight is going to have at least a nurse. Now, it had it been a flight to uh, Pakistan, well, hell yeah, there would have been a fucking oh my a boatload of doctors on it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you, fly, you fly from, uh, from Kentucky to Detroit. There's going to be no doctors, nothing but white old dudes with beards. Do we have any chicken farmers on board? <laughs> they just start getting that desperate. Anyway, okay, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, do we have anyone that chews tobacco on this flight? <laughs> any grandpappies? Any grandpappies at all? <laughs> Does anybody play the spoons? Anybody at all? <laughs> anybody play the mouth harp? <laughs> any banjos on board? Uh, so anyone have a purdy mouth, as they say. <laughs> so so anyway, it starts to amping up, right? And so it's 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 starting to amp up, and it's like every few minutes or ten minutes or twenty minutes, you know. And then like it just starts, and then it starts getting ominous, like because it's like, all right, something's not, something's clearly not right here. It just so keeps like for- they started with the standard of a doctor, moved down to EMT, and then eventually they're like, has anyone here ever thought about going to medical school? <laughs> Has anyone here ever watched the show ER? <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. Which which kind of like segues to our, our chat, which was hilarious. But um, so, so all of a sudden, like, they're asking, and it's, it keeps ramping up. And then they're asking for paramedics and EMTs. Well, now we got a problem, right? And so then, like, I think Joyce said, like, after like 20 minutes or whatever, they're like, does anybody have an EpiPen? Well, Joyce had an EpiPen on her. Now, jo- uh, Ben, you, well, he has an EpiPen. We have a, a couple in the house. But she brought one of Ben's uh, because Kathy's husband um, gets has like some kind of like, he might, he, I mean, maybe with poultry or fish i don't i don't know anyway she brought an epipen because he didn't have one so she brings it on the flight well she had the epipen so she's like shit she's like all i could think was like if this person like this is where like her mind kind of like related itself to uh to police work or like firefighting or like i said emts and paramedics and she's like all i could think was this person needs this thing right now because um they're they're in uh, an like they they're choking they're dying they're, you know, and so it, it's funny that the the five stages bef- before that did, didn't <laughs> clue her off about that there's a big problem. It was the epipen that got her going. Okay, yeah. So yeah. she actually gets up and she runs back there, and she, and the stewardess or whatever is like, now, hey, do you uh, know? Do you 
were you able to ascertain did they they had this lady like on the floor it was she was i think she was on the floor yes okay. at this point she was on the floor but there was and Joyce said there was a ton of people around her so they said okay she's like uh this i say stewardess i think it's flight attendant now i think that's the proper way to say it i don't know cuz there's really a good there's mix stewardesses, of guys and there's girls right stewards yeah so like flight attendant is is probably the easier thing to remember but anyway one of the the attendants was like hey do you know how can you administer this and joy's like yeah i mean i can i know how to do it so she administers like pulp fiction yeah straight through the heart (laughs) right it was like ooh. she's like uma anybody have a giant syringe of adrenaline so she's she hits this lady right in the thigh and uh but that's when she realizes these people are doing cpr on this lady She's like, yeah, oh my if God. The EpiPen's not going to help at that point. Well, <laughs> you know, at this point, like, they're just trying anything, right? Like, anatriptyline is the, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, stick I some mean, Tylenol in her, anybody. Well, you know, even, even like, you know, an ER, uh, some kind of trauma, they would probably be working something and probably, they would probably give you all of that shit. In, Throw the kitchen once. sink at you. Yeah. yeah. Narcan, then, you know, then, anatriptyline, all then that they, shit. Then they tell the family, we did it. Everything, Everything we possibly could. Yeah, yeah. Like we tried. We everything. literally threw a kitchen sink. She, had, yeah. you'll see a, a bruise on the right side of her face. <laughs> um, so then, uh, so and she sees it. She's like, "Oh shit!" And then, like, they're saying, "Like, oh, I think she's got some air, like some air." But but Joyce, like, I I think she was just dead then. But it was like when they were doing CPR, you can you know how it is when you're doing CPR. Like there's yeah. noises and, and gurgling and stuff. Oh, and yeah. so she goes Unfortunately, back and sits I know. down. I'm very familiar. <laughs> yeah, I know. Believe me, I, I got gotcha. you. Um, she sits back down and uh, and then like five or 10 minutes later, and she, well, and this is like Joyce's time. So I, you know what I mean? Like it may, may have felt like forever, but she's like, they asked, does anybody have another EpiPen? Well, Joyce doesn't have another EpiPen. We just lost four hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, so um, four hundred dollars for dude, a shot of Epi? Expensive as fuck, dude. They're so fucking really. Yeah, they used to be covered by insurance, and they stopped doing it. But <clears throat> so whoa, dude, that's I know. nuts. I know. So then they're asking for more. And is there any more doctors? You know, and I like at this point. So we'll we'll get there. So then after a while, they're like, "Is there a minister on board?" <laughs> Oh no! Oh, holy shit! Right, um, a couple in of years after that. It's <laughs> <laughs> some Italian minister, dude. Um, and then after uh, several minutes after that, they asked for a trauma surgeon. A trauma yeah. surgeon. What I, what my favorite part about this story is that somehow some dude is just sipping back out his, he's sipping coffee. And they're like, is there a trauma surgeon? The guy's like, oh, oh yeah, that's me. Hold on. <laughs> like after, after all, after this, all that, yeah, yeah. The, is there a doctor on board? Not my problem. No, trauma surgeon. Certainly well, not my problem. all right, I'll get I it. I am there. not a paramedic. I am not an EMT. This is not my problem. Is there a Until trauma they call surgeon? call me by my proper like, title. He's, he's like, he's like, Oh, well, I, I guess I can help out now. You know, take Excuse me, off. stewardess. My fillet is a little underdone. Yeah. I'm in first class. I had to walk aways. Um, he <laughs> makes some. I've been trying back. to find you all. <laughs> so this is how the other half lives. <laughs> they live in squalor and death. So, so uh, my God, you people are disgusting. <laughs> this is what you do back here. So they 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 reroute to Anchorage, um, and uh, I mean after asking for the trauma surgeon, now we know a trauma surgeon can call a death, right? You know, mm-hmm. we, that's how 
police departments have been doing it for ages. Uh, so then uh, they're, they're, after a while, they're like, uh, you know, we're going to continue back on course. There's no longer an emergency on board. I'm like, oh, my God. So then they start asking. Oh, and during all of that, they're asking for volunteers to help with CPR. Oh, my God, right? So this is getting. And then after all of that's done, they're back on course. They're like, uh, is there any passengers that could help move a passenger? <laughs> I swear to God. We are now offering vouchers on a future flight. I oh know. my god! So Joyce ends up going back there because that's where the bathroom is, and she's like, "This was like several, like a, a while later." <clears throat> she goes stepping back over. there, <laughs> just stepping over. I know, dude. They dragged her back to the galley in the back of the sh- uh, the 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 plane, dude. Oh man, tainting my snack box. I know. No, it's for first class, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> even on international they don't even give the peasants a snack box <laughs> not cool dude so like in the end like and so when she goes back there to use the bathroom there was like you could see the ladies laying on the floor i don't even know if they covered her up and then um there was like somebody a, a female sitting the on the ground with her back to <laughs> with her back to him so we're thinking that there was family members on board and i'm thinking oh my god what kind of keep in mind peeps this is still Seven hours remaining on this flight. <laughs> Seven hours. So, uh, so they like, and it's, it's for so those weird. of you that aren't aware, this is a harsh reality. If you don't, if you don't know, now you will. When someone expires, their muscles shortly thereafter cease to be tense. And therefore, whatever holds in your number one and your number <sighs> two yes. cannot hold in your number one and number two. And they seek the lowest part of the earth to get to because of, I don't know, gravity. And out it comes. And right? so you, you bring up a good point because Joyce told me that when she went back there and they're doing CPR on her and she gave her the, uh, the EpiPen. She said that the lady had soiled herself already. And that's when we know. Like, yeah. It's after, over. after you evacuate your bowels, yes. the, end, the end is near. You know, it's, it's just one of those telltale things. And so, yeah. um, but they did everything that they could. And it's kind of tough because, you know, obviously, we can, we can talk about the story. It's an incredible story. Oh, and then after all of that, after all of that, 45 minutes later, some dude gets up in the aisle and passes out because she hears this <laughs> thump, and she looks back and some dude fell on his face in the fucking aisle of the plane she's like i gotta get i'm thinking world war z here remember that scene in the, <laughs> the airplane scene dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so and 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 just oh, to add just to, to feel trapped on that i know germ rocket of death I know, and, and to and to and to like top all of that off. If any of you guys have seen on Netflix the Train to Busan, they actually uh, are in Busan right now. That's really so- southern South Korea, like on the coast. It's a very popular area. It's actually a, a big settlement area during uh, during the Korean War. 
But uh, if you get to ever get a chance to see that movie, it was an excellent movie. It was a it's a zombie apocalypse movie, huh. and it takes pla- place on a, like a high speed rail, and every, people are become infected on this rail. What's it called? Uh, the Train to Busan. It's a Korean uh, film. Hey man, and, there's some good stuff that comes oh, out of. Uh, did you ever see the movie Parasite? N- no, but I would. I mean, uh, I love that kind of stuff, man. But this, so it's just like, yeah, on the, par- so, dude, if if you're if you have time tonight when this show is done, I'm telling you, you will you will thank me if you go watch the movie Parasite. It is a it is a Korean film. Solid, the Koreans have been solid. putting out really They've solid been out stuff. Good stuff, dude. Yeah. yeah, the Train to Busan. I think there's a. Uh, uh, it might even be a sequel now, but the Train to Busan. It was it was a great movie. It actually was really quite entertaining. And so <laughs> they were on their way to Busan in in a train to Busan, and of course they had a medical emergency and had to stop the freaking Get train out of here i swear to god she and she, cuz she hits me up on snapchat she's like oh my god like she's just like losing her shit you know and i'm like watch out for then she like posts this picture uh this snap of like the train and like has this like little zombie dude like going you know just i mean it just couldn't be a more bizarre freaking trip it is just insane good for her though i i keep saying that she ought to just this was the thing. I said, you really should like call and see if you can get like a first class trip home. Like, you know, why not? And she's like, I'll be honest, Dave, I, I kind of have a hard time capitalizing off of some lady's death. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I said, maybe I'll do it for you. <laughs> you know, all right, let me see if I can I, I share that. this because I, I, I think I think I can. All right. Kate. Here, yeah, here we go. I think. Uh. <laughs> There it is. That's this Joyce on the train right there. <laughs> <laughs> she just had, just had she enough was, of this she shit. Just lost it. Yeah, yeah. It's, that was her. Yep, no yeah. doubt about it, man. Yeah, there's been some really good ones. Yeah, Joyce is addicted to K dramas. She loves K dramas. Um, and I've, I'll be honest, I've watched a couple of them. I'm not big into K drama stuff, but the acting's good. The writing's really good. They're, they're, the Koreans are putting out some solid TV. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt, and. Then uh, we we ended up. <laughs> so you, you tell us about this whole thing, and wow, we go down and give the passengers any compensation. <laughs> uh, complimentary meals on us as we need the room in the fridge. <laughs> That's one thing they <laughs> just said. So does anyone ha- does anyone on board have a tarp and some bleach? <laughs> And I, I, does anyone have a large urn in their carry-on? <laughs> does anyone? This what's the and best? Keep in mind, this, this is because I'm giving them information as it comes in. But this is—it it seriously was like in these weird stages. Like it just kept ramping up to the most ridiculous until they're, they're looking for a trauma surgeon. At and the then very this end. this one was a winner. Does anyone on board have a pair of sunglasses, a white golf hat, and a black, and a blue members only jacket? <laughs> It's like a weekend at Bernie's. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. You know, and it was it was hard. I did actually talk to her a little bit more about it today, and that was tough for her. Like she, it's not it's not a normal thing. And she actually no no that's like, really up that's really sucky. Like, yeah, she brought up a thing like I don't, and this isn't tooting horns for police officers and all that, but um, 
I think quite the opposite. She said, I, I don't know. <laughs> After this experience, I don't know how you did this. Um, for 20, for, for 20 years. Three, I mean, years she's like i don't know how you did it and i said you know uh, i said you know dark humor will get you through a lot of stuff um you know being able to fuck with your your fellow you know officers and stuff uh which is probably why the the the, the police culture is so like tight-knit bubbly we'll just say i'm not even gonna say tight-knit it's more of a big bubble because you could yeah. got, have guys that just ha- hate each other but they kind of get each other as well mm-hmm. you know and it's it's not it's not healthy you know i mean people should be reaching out outside of the bubble but in the end like it's just it is a it, it can be very 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 tough for people and, and we've already talked about like we've had bad experiences and experiences that had made our hair rise on the back of our neck and all that stuff, which is why, which is why we only have about three years left to live. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be us on our, we're going to finally take that international trip and it's going to be us having Both of us at the same j- time. Yep. into our, into our, uh, evacuated our soiled, bowels. Our soiled pants. <laughs> well, yep. so it got us thinking because, uh, you sent an audio message that kind of like described all this because we were like, right. it's like, hey, send it. Like, don't just tell me what you know. Like, I, we, I yeah. just so desperately wanted to know the story. So anyway, me and Sherry were sitting outside by a fire, and I played your message, and we were just like, whoa, what in the it's world, so right? Yeah. So we looked up what happens on a plane. Like, I had heard that they had like places for dead bodies on planes, and some do. I think there's like three planes you know like uh whether it's airbus or boeing like major planes that actually do some of the larger ones actually have a compartment where they would put a deceased person because think about it like people are flying non-stop people are going to die on you would think yeah especially on the those long flights yeah people people are going to die so then you're you're gonna have to have a protocol for that right and here's the deal most planes don't have a plot, a spot for it. Yeah. A plot. It's <laughs> a good, good word, actually. <laughs> so what they'll do is they usually just, they'll get a sheet or a blanket. Mm-hmm. They'll cover the person up. They try to, they put their seatbelt on and they try to find some straps and they strap them into the seat and they close their eyes and that's it. You They wait. Oh, and then you land. Then... If a dead body's on the plane, everyone else deplanes first. So everybody's sure. got to walk past the body that's there. Or like imagine being in the middle seat. You got a live person at the window and a dead person at the aisle. Right? Like <laughs> I'd be like, uh, can we can I switch with the with the deceased? Like it'd make it a little bit easier to get up. <laughs> what, they, but they have a long standing <clears throat> policy that if if that they have to consent to, to switching seats. <laughs> I can't sign it. We have to. It has to be signed. I'm sorry, I didn't make. I don't make the rules. So, so yeah. Then everybody deplanes because then the medical team will come on to remove the body. And most of the time, they they take the person out. They just they just give them the seat with the body because you're not coming yeah. back from that, right? Like no, that's not happening. And sometimes they'll even have to like, depending on on what's gone on cut the whole carpet out and replace it. So that plane is going to be out of service 
for yeah. oh it's gotta be a long time until the seats replaced the carpets replaced they have to do like some special disinfecting through the whole thing or whatever right so you think covid is bad imagine dead people <laughs> on a plane it's like it makes it even worse so yeah and it's not something that a lot of people uh think about like nobody usually no. thinks about i wonder if somebody's gonna die on this plane today but it's gotta ha- i wonder i wonder what, what the is the percentage are how many people die on a plane every year? And and I could see this. this 72. Holy shit. More than one person a week is dying up in the Holy. air. Holy. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of flights going on, but yeah, that's, of still, flights. that's still that still surprises the hell out of me. You know, that, so that's one out of every 3.2 million passengers. Wow. Somebody the odds are that. low, but never zero, but never zero. Uh, was this an A380 to Korea? I'm sure there's some place to put a body on one of the. I have no idea. Hidden forest. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> Mike, w- the last I heard is that they do have one, but they use it so rarely. That it was actually a storage closet. There was like a ladder in there, and a couple buckets, and a mop. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Crazy, dude. That Crazy. makes sense. Blood clots uh, c- could be a common thing on long flights. I could totally see that. Absolutely, right. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of factors, but yes, yeah, not something that um, not something that a lot of people think about. But God. be ready, be ready on the on your next flight. Yeah, could never be, know when you're going to be the person CPR. next to you. Could be you. I don't know. Yep. Better be ready. You better be ready to meet Jesus anytime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. the The next story we're going to talk about is this uh, kid at Vanguard School. It's a it's a K through twelve charter school in Colorado Springs. And this video has made the rounds. We'll play it for you if you haven't seen it. Maybe you have. But the the long story short is this kid. Uh, where's my pictures? And this is an interesting story because Colorado in and of itself is has kind of, we'll say, t- changed colors <clears throat> in the mm-hmm. last, what, five, seven years or something like that. Uh, I have a buddy who lives near, uh, uh, shit. Fort Collins, and I mean it's a very very liberal uh, town. Colorado, like the bigger areas are are have really gone. Uh, we'll say blue state on that. Yeah. And uh, in this, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that has something to do with this or not because of the response of the the school board mm-hmm. response to it. But uh, it's Colorado is like a still like a frontier type of feel to it. I mean, it's it's. You know what I mean? It's just a yeah. weird. It's it's well, it's weird to me that there there could be a, a shift from a conservative thought process to kind of a liberal. But but I mean that does tend to happen in uh, in larger cities, and those cities are growing tremendously. I'm yeah. probably leaving California and then over there. Or yeah, something. Ru- ruining the other places. So yeah. this young man. Uh, oh, that's not what I wanted to play. Uh, I wanted to show you this. All right, so this is the backpack. Let me get this off the screen here. So this is the backpack, and you, if you're watching, you can see this. If you can't, you just uh, obviously you can't. But uh, on the bottom right of the back of the backpack is a Gadsden flag, which if you if you don't know what that is, it's the the snake that's the Don't Tread on Me. Yeah. Right. This is this is that a yellow a, background. A classic, uh, classic American patriot flag. Right. This was this was flown during the Revolutionary War. Don't tread. Don't tread on me. This is this is very early, early America, 
and it is it is about the the patriots uh, in the colonies contra the British colonial yeah. empire. And and I think that our history, uh, we are very short short minded on how the history of that flag came to be, because there was kind of a resurgence of that flag in in recent years, <clears throat> uh, especially during the uh, the Republican movement. Uh, what, what did they call themselves? The Tea Party. The Tea Party. There was a resurgence in that. And, uh, of course, I, I think just like anything else, the media loves to get their hands on that kind of stuff. And then just kind of twist the meaning of things, uh, you know, instead of like kind of looking at the history of it. So which yeah. is going to be a problem here. <laughs> clearly. So this kid gets pulled out of class um, and his uh, his parents are obviously involved because it's his mom is in the room here at this at this time. And the administ this is the school administrator that is basically trying to explain in the presence of the student to the to the mom why he's not allowed to have the Gadsden flag. So this now, is, is the this conversation. The this is the teacher. Also, is that the teacher sitting next to there him? That's like to his left, but like to his to his I right. Can't, our I left. can't tell. I hear the voice of his of his mom. I think I believe it is his mother. Right, right. And With I don't a, know. Clearly, there's, a there baby seems stroller. to be more than more than one other person in the room. But the yeah, person, yeah. the lady talking. My understanding is that is the school administrator. Okay. So he's he's been removed from the classroom for refu basically refusing to. They're like, we want you to learn. Well, I'll let's let the video speak yeah, for yeah, itself. Yeah. We'll just watch it and then. We'll go from there. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That it's a historical flag. So there, um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag displayed, mm -hmm. is due to its origins with the slavery and slave trade. That is what was. Um, as the reasoning behind them. And this is a fucking school with teachers the saying Gadsden. this. The don't tread on me, which is the Gadsden flag. And her, she her does, shitty smirk too. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what the Gadsden flag is. No idea. She like by name. She doesn't know. She just that that that's it. And what's crazy is I think I think that what comes out here too is they're actually studying this in his history class right now. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay. So he he. Um, this kid's a baller. He's got, just got this smirk on his face. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. Yeah, that's what you were so, so upset about. I asked if he could just take uh -huh. his bag and go back to yeah. class. Like, I just want him to go back to class. Yeah, that's what you want. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying. And then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the- um, She's being the way too nice too. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so what? She says, maybe you're thinking of the Confederate flag. So what? Yeah, exactly. So what? So what if you wore a Confederate flag? Let, I, listen, I, I am, I'm a, I'm a free speech guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, even if somebody wore a swastika to school, if they put that on their backpack, okay, I mean, <laughs> is it, it? Yeah, I mean, this. I, it's it's a patch. It's it's not a it's not an act, right? Like it, it's 
there's there's we've talked about this before like what's the what where are the lines for free speech but the the line should be way wider than this yeah okay i so I am just here to enforce. I am here to enforce the policy that was provided by the district, and definitely you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it like says in big letters. I, all, I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period, like if you said there's no patches allowed at the school, you cannot display what you think or anything like that or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one-sided, you know, because you allow some patches but not other, other patches. Other kids have patches like other names and like the American flag and backpacks. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution with. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do is if you, if you, if you go onto the ACLU's website, side, yeah, let's let's talk to I can, I I can have you speak to I, I can have you speak to our Jeff Yoakum okay. again, okay. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district. Okay. Um, because, like I said, we're following district policy okay. is what we're doing. Okay. So. The last thing I want is him out of class. Yeah, I know. That's obviously like, not. He the takes his classes yeah. seriously. He studies. He do, he wants to get straight A's. He did that. He made honorable when he was here before. Yeah. He intends to do that again right now. But it's hard because he keeps missing class for this. So I understand that. Yeah. And I, I mean, we teach him to always stick up for your beliefs. And I mean, you're going over the revolution this for seventh grade. <laughs> I mean, the founding fathers stood up for what they believed in against unjust laws. This is unjust. Okay, I, like I said, we're upholding a policy that was provided to us. I'm just following orders. Okay. Can you show me where the policy? So yeah, I, I'm curious about the policy. Is there, yeah, there is there, there a policy? No, no, there's not. Because what happened is the the district reviewed this, and then this is what the district said. Yesterday, the student returned with the patch still visible on his backpack. Following the district's direction, Vanguard administrators pulled the student aside so that they could speak with his parents in the district. Upon learning of these events today, the Vanguard School Board of Directors called an emergency meeting. From Vanguard's founding, we have proudly supported our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the ordered liberty that all Americans have enjoyed for almost 250 years. The Vanguard School recognizes the historical significance of the Gadsden flag and its place in history. This incident is an occasion for us to reaffirm our deep commitment to a classical education in support of these American principles. At this time, the Vanguard School Board and the district have informed the student's family that he may attend school with the Gadsden flag patch visible on his backpack. Right? So... Well, whatever, and, and that was whatever the problem. policy was, it didn't name the Gadsden flag as incapable of being displayed. No, you're right. I mean, I, again, uh, this I so I read that also, um, and that's kind of what my point was. Is first of all, there was not even an apology. It was this was that was more of a setup of like, you, you know what? We we reviewed it and, and we'll allow it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, there was no apology. It was they're they're trying to. They're trying to word it in such a way that, like, you know what? It's pretty edgy, but uh, we're gonna give this one to them. You know what I mean? Like, they, like they didn't do anything wrong. Like the yeah. staff didn't do any uh, anything wrong. And honestly, I get it. Uh, if if the school has a policy, an actual policy that says no patches, and they're actually consistent about it, then fine. 
It, right. Honestly, it, it's, if it's yeah. a policy and that's what it's they, a char- they it want. It is a charter school, so yeah. they, they can they can establish like other rules like, yeah, hey, yeah, sure. that some charter schools do uniforms. So it's like, this is a free country. I can wear jeans if I want. No, you can't. If the no. policy of the – if if the uh, you've agreed to attend a school that has a uniform or a dress code – you are agreeing to abide by the code. If you don't like it, don't don't attend, right? Yeah. Same thing. If it's like, if you're looking at a student handbook before you uh, attend a school and it says no stickers are to be on, uh, you know, I was going to say trapper keepers, but you know, your <laughs> folders or no patches displayed on your backpack. Yeah. Nothing. That's completely. Whatever. Then if it's a if it's an across the board kind of a thing, then, Inconsistent. you know. Inconsistent. And you agreed to it. Well, yeah. then abide by it, right? But this is the teacher's car. <laughs> or or a teacher's. I, I, did, did they actually confirm that that is the I, teacher's car? I have, it, I have not, but okay. it is, uh, if this is any staff member's car. <laughs> oh, well, I know the kid took a picture in front of this car. Yes. I mean, yes. like right there with his backpack yeah, yeah. exposed, uh, also exposing the back of this bumper sticker filled uh, Mitsubishi uh, that has like uh, don't mess with trans kids. It looks I think as I had I was able to zoom in. Yeah, uh, make America green again. I'd rather be slowly consumed by moss. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't know. But there was uh, there was several other bumper stickers. Kids a freaking so, baller. Yes, <laughs> he is a baller. So, and somehow that was that was okay. So I again I don't know what the policy he is. Needs on, to, he needs a fife. He needs to be he does. playing his fife. He does well. I know that like the plant. That I work in currently, uh, they do not allow foreign vehicles inside the plant uh, property. None, not one. Doesn't matter who really? you are. It doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States. They will not let you in if you have a foreign make vehicle. So um, <clears throat> that's that's just the rule. I've got a Subaru. <laughs> this could be a problem. <laughs> But I mean, that, that's their policy because you'll have people come in and, and they have to turn them away. Like, hey, look, sorry. You know, like, we, you know, what do you mean? It's like, well, that's the policy that the, that is the, the plant manager is able to make these kind of policies up. And that's what he wants. He only wants American built or um, vehicles that have been built in the past by this maker and, and continue on. So, uh we have to, I mean, we do have policies. Like I said, I have no problem with policy. I have no problem with rules. Um, as long as they're being consistently, you know, done. But I do have a problem when an individual speaks up that knows absolutely nothing about what they're talking about and just plays it as if somehow this is the truth. This has always been the truth. I mean, think about how many times you had to bullshit somebody on the police run, but you never... You never gave them false information because you didn't know the law. That never was like, that's because you knew it could come back and bite you. And you look like the idiot, especially because you're always being recorded. That was what I said about this was like, at least know the reality of what you're you're saying, right? Like, yes, you're enforcing something in sheer ignorance. You don't even know what this flag is. Yeah. You don't know when it's from. You don't know what it's about. Yeah. And, and you're, you're saying teaching that it in school. Yeah. And you're, Currently. And, and you're claiming to be an educator? Come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, Enough that's... of these mother freaking dead bodies on the mother freaking plane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, it's just a whole <laughs> bizarre thing for me, man. I just don't even, I, I don't even know where to begin, man. Yeah, about it's foreign crazy. owned and manufacturers like Dodge, Chrysler, and Jeep. I don't know what, what does he want to know about that? I don't know. <clears throat> about coming into the lot, you know, like if oh. it's, if it was like, you know, assembled or if it's foreign if it's, owned if subsidiaries. It's it, if it's a if it is a American make, you can bring it in the plant. That's it, plain and simple. If it is a foreign make, then no, you can't. So, so you can bring in a Tesla. Can you bring a in a Tesla make? What's that? Can you bring in a Tesla? <sighs> Nobody dare bring in the Tesla. That's in American my plant. America. Never in my plant. <laughs> he would honestly the plant man that would be actually probably have to be communicated because that is a a big one that would be a huge competitor as well. I'm surprised they allow uh, some of the other manufacturers in there, but that's just again it's it's just policy, we, and they don't have to make sense. That's just things that you either go in there, or you don't go in there. It's fine, you know. Like I said, I have no problem with policies. I have no problem with <laughs> rules. Be consistent about them and know what the hell you're talking about. She just sounded so, you know, she reminded me of this, that girl on uh, Saturday Night Live that's always like the, I forgot what her name is, but she's always downtrodden. She's like, well, I guess that's what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that lady gave that kind of face, like in its roots in slavery. <laughs> like, like, see, I told you. And it was just like, no, that's not, not even the thing. So <clears throat> Ford is the only American-owned auto manufacturer left in the U.S. of the A's. Is that true? No. Uh, Chrysler, Ford. Daimler, Daimler Chrysler. Yeah, the French own, own, own Chrysler. <clears throat> so, but it's Renault, still built in the United States. Renault. Well, certain ones. So, My dad had a car when I was growing up, a Renault. Oh, the Renault, of, yeah. That was a nice sure. car. I liked it. They're still sell, they still sell those things. I mean, they're still... Really? I, yeah, actually, I think is it Renault that's one of the most popular cars in the world. So, well, that's a show, folks. This is what you can expect us talking about cool things, <laughs> like <laughs> dead body, dead bodies on planes and Gadsden flags, baby. My gosh, the whole meaning of that flag, just like it's so funny that it would be that flag that gets gets put into question because of the history of it and what exactly happened to this this little kid as far as the I I'm not going to go so far as to say tyranny I'm not you know crazy. but you know what I'm saying it's just the element it's just so hilarious that it would right. of course it would be <laughs> of course it would be that that patch you know so right uh, <laughs> all right guys well thank you very much uh I do believe Rivian is an American made electric uh vehicle place I think so um yeah, we'll see. One of these days, maybe. Well, we'll all have, we'll all drive electric eventually. So it's it's, it, it's true. It's gonna it happen. True. It's gonna happen. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again for watching the show. If you want to listen uh, or listen back, you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're gonna be launching our own YouTube channel here. I like. I know I'm hosting it on like the Mike the Cop thing, but we're gonna actually venture out into our own YouTube channel soon. Uh, and we're just going to continue to do kind of like our thing, right? Like we're going to talk about uh, something that stands out to each of us uh, during the week, a uh, topic, an event, uh, something like <laughs> that goes on in our lives, <laughs> whatever. And uh, 
Like, like, I guess we just assume if we find it funny or interesting, so will other people. And we'll let the show find the right audience. And we appreciate you guys. So if we earned a like or a subscription or a rating or review, go do it. We appreciate you. And we'll, yeah. keep, uh, we'll keep on coming back to entertain you. <laughs> Peace. Peace.